Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Kristen Burt with us now. Thank you to Sani for jumping in and stirring the pot and causing trouble. But other than that, other everything than that. is good. Everything is wonderful. So, all right, we went through uh, T. Swift already. She'll be in town. I did that just for Britt because I knew she wanted to talk about it. Well, you know what? We're almost down to about 11 hours now. 11 hours and two minutes till she hits the stage, baby. Don't my heart rate will go up, and I'm trying oh. to be I'm trying to be normal <laughs> around you, Tom, because I know you don't like it if I go too hard on anything. So that sounds you like, cool. Like everything I'm you do. I'm excited for her. I'm going to stalk her Instagram stories for the Swifty. next 24 hours. Okay, now I have to ask you guys a serious question. You both brought this up this morning. Why would you ever go on TikTok? I don't understand that. Um, well, I will tell you that TikTok has has replaced Twitter as probably the biggest news source on social media. They're stealing all your information. Why would you let them do that? As is Facebook. Well, at least it's staying in town here. That'd be good. I stole all your information just now. Well, if if an American company wants to come up with a social media app that replicates what TikTok does, so what do they do? What do they do is so special. I've never been on it, so I don't know. Okay, so to me, what what happens is that basically anyone can kind of get on. You don't have to sit there. You know where Instagram became like all about filters and looking perfect and having this perfectly curated life? TikTok is just the average person. Maybe they rolled out of bed. Maybe they're all dressed up. It doesn't matter. Giving their opinions and thoughts on life, and I think it's a very approachable and accessible social media app that's very different. It's like the... 180 degree complete opposite of what Instagram was. So it's just fun. It's fun. You get to sit there and uh, learn new perspectives. I think you had some of the best coverage unfortunate of this a really tragic situation but when it became with the titan submersible um you had people who were experts who were u.s navy submarine you know experts oh i see what they you're were saying, able yeah. to give you perspectives and the problem with twitter now and this is really interesting when um elon musk got rid of the verified system yeah, where yep. it was verified experts verified celebrities who could expertly speak on the situation i had to leave twitter to find out about you know information about the submersible because I, it was just random people saying a bunch of random stuff that they really? had heard randomly where instead i had like a curated feed of people that actually understood what the titanic like the titanic dive site is like what it's actually like to be in a submarine people that had actually been on the titan or had covered the titan and I was like, okay, great. I'm getting verified real-time sources. So I have a question for you. Has, has Fox and CNN driven people to TikTok? Because they, all they do on their stations is lie. That's all they do. I'm talking about Fox and CNN. Um, there, there is criticism of the coverage, and I'm just going to speak specifically to what we all yeah. experienced this week. And they, they've called it trauma coverage. Yeah. And that... The perspective of it, it, it's extremely sad because people, you know, five families lost their family members, friends, mm-hmm. everything. Yep. So the situation is, though, these people knew that they were going into danger. And we decide and select, like, what we're going to cover in terms of 24-hour news coverage because when you have 500, you know, refugees on a boat and they're drowning, that gets a lot less coverage than right. billionaires right. who spent $250,000. Um, so the trauma coverage is always through a very selective view. We're on TikTok. You will actually hear about both sides of the story, which so I wh- think is, is better. Why doesn't somebody in America pick up on what they're putting down? Huh? That sounded kind of hip and cool, didn't it? <laughs> Variety cool. did a great article on it, <laughs> you know, criticizing some of the 24-hour yeah. news coverage, which I think it was right on because it was one of those situations where – I get it. It's going to draw a lot of eyeballs, but the trauma coverage 
in this situation really wasn't all that helpful. You know, the one thing I would point out to everybody in the world, China is a one-party situation, whereas in America, everything is two-party and lies its ass off because there are two strong parties in America. And both parties are to blame. There's no question about that. Do you think the fact that there's only one viewpoint allows them to do a lot more and not have to get around the other side of the coin? Well, on this particular story, there was only it didn't matter what political party you were in. You know what I'm saying? But it like did the in America. Was the coverage. It did Whether in America. Whether you're Fox News or, or CNN. So um, that's a situation where it's a bipartisan issue. Yeah, I don't. I, I saw some weird, different coverage from both of them. They took different takes on everything. I mean, there were some people on social media in America. I didn't see it because I don't go on social media. But said, oh, they got what they coming from the rich pricks. Oh, really? Because they have a lot of money, they should die in a submarine? That's real nice. I think we can all understand that they signed away their rights. And, yeah. you know, there is a document saying, like, this is dangerous. You could die. Mm -hmm. They knew that going in. Yeah. Um, there had been other successful missions. So I think people, you don't assume that it's going to be your mission that's going to fail, of yeah. course. Yep. And these are billionaires with a lot of money and a lot more free time. And they like to live life on the edge. There's a lot of that sort of like mm -hmm. danger expeditions that, that go on. I mean, Mount Everest has, has been something on their bucket list for years yeah. and years. Yeah. So you can say that. I mean, I get that, that they, they took the risk. But, yeah, but at the same time, they are still human beings exactly. who have families and friends and everything else who deserve to live. I mean, I think the other side of the equation that is coming out of this story is who is going to pay for their search and rescue mission. It's going to be about $10 million. And maybe that's a conversation to have um, where these people knowingly went into right. a dangerous situation. Right. Do the estates have to pay back some of the money? Maybe. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a more productive conversation than, oh, they're billionaires. Too bad. But why would you take that position? I got to be very honest with you. I would love to tell you I have there are people that I don't care much for that I don't like. They're not my kind of person, but I would not waste my energy being that hateful. I, why would you waste all that energy on somebody you didn't even know? I don't get it. Uh, I don't either, but there's a there's an eat the rich sentiment there right is, now. Yeah. So. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, and and I you know there were a lot of jokes and memes, and, and a lot of them were tasteless, um, and way too soon. I mean, but uh, I know AJ's like, but you do giggle, you do giggle at them. It's it's like yeah. it's one of those things, but um, but you do at the end of the day have to think about their family and friends who are yeah. obviously mourning and really sad. Maybe maybe this is me being younger. I just don't really have sympathy for it, just because like. No, we're not talking about sympathy. Yeah, and but, I and I understand like they're they're right. they're people, and I I would never want I like I'm not saying like I'm glad that happened. Obviously, it's a terrible thing, but you know if you play with fire, you gotta you gotta assume you're gonna get burned. Like I understand it, it, was, that. it wasn't like that was a from what I saw. Uh, it's not like it's the most high tech sub of all time. And what do you mean the twenty dollar director? Yeah, that was God. good. Yeah, no, it was just, duct tape well, and gum. Exactly. And Home Depot. Like, there's just stuff where it's like now and now because of that, like Kristen brought up, who like they paid all this money for the trip, and now possibly people that have no inkling to it whatsoever possibly could have their tax dollars go to like pay for the search and rescue for that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's like an overarching thing. It's just a weird it's it's such an odd situation. It is a very odd situation, but I still don't understand projecting hatred on someone who's dead. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I don't get it. I mean, unless it's Hitler, <laughs> that, that works for me. I got no problem with that. Yeah, I I'm not good at like I get I get where you're coming from, AJ. I get that. But I'm not good. I'm I that's why I would be a terrible leader. I'd be a ter I'm like. Every person, I want everyone back at home. I'm everybody. I think about everybody. I think about them in there. I make a good medic, but I would make a terrible, like, greater good making decisions like that. Because I, the whole time, I was like, I just hope they find them so bad. Sure, and, like, yeah. I don't really think about the resources. And maybe that makes me, again, a giant idiot where I go, well, like the money part, these people are have a good amount of money, and I don't know how do we not put resources to help. Uh, there's five people that are underwater. I just, oh, uh, and again, I get it. They signed yeah. up for all this stuff, but I have that kind of 
brain that's like, it would have made me so happy for that amount of time if we would have found them. Absolutely. It would have been a great end to a story. Yep. Hollywood would have loved this ending. I would have loved to have read, read the book that they were all going to you know, write afterwards. Yeah. And it reminds me of, and I don't know if anyone's read the book, but John Krakauer, Up in the Air, um, about the Mount Everest um, hike that went right. yeah. completely oh. awry. And these were millionaires and billionaires that went up. And, of course, you have the Sherpas who are not making that much money, saving these billionaires' lives. And that type of um, dis discourse and discussion came up after that situation happened. Um, highly recommend anyone reading that book if you haven't, because it's a very similar situation, just with a big, huge mountain. And um, one of the doctors, and I, I think his name is Dr. Beck, um, he said his life, because he, he survived, but he said when he came off that situation, his entire life attitude changed as someone who made a lot of money. Um, he lost the tip of his nose to frostbite and they had to grow oh. it on his forehead. <laughs> I and remember in that. Interview, yeah. You will see it on YouTube. Yep. He's still growing his nose tip on his forehead, yep. but he just talks about how, um, in terms of ego, how he changed and everything else. So I, I, I think it's one of those situations um, that had they survived, it would have been very similar to what happened at that Everest. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Right. I just, I, I remember many, many years ago, a little boy was at a baseball game. Won't say where, it's not necessary. But he's a little boy, probably about eight, nine years old. And he was sitting with his family. And there was a line drive, hit him in the face, and killed him. That story didn't get around much anymore, for obvious reasons. But I remember people literally saying, well, I mean, you know, he, he, he took a risk sitting in the expensive seat. Like, what are you talking about? The kid was eight years old, for Christ's sake. And you know, like it doesn't make things less true. Like these two, these two things can be true, right? That people take risks or doing anything, getting right. in a car, a right. risk. Mm -hmm. But it also doesn't make it sad and a tragedy. You're right. It's like those things we have to sometimes divide. And like again, I would make terrible decisions. I would be like, we have to save every kitten stuck in every well and every person <laughs> who does anything right. stupid. I'm like, we have to get them back in their beds. Um, and that's why I've never led anything in the history of ever. I'm not a great or good person at all. What do you mean you're not a great or good person? Like, I mean, like, I, every, like, I, if I was a leader and they're like, okay, this mission could, you know, we got to save this one person who actually we hate. I'd be like, we have to go save them. And they'd be like, it doesn't make any sense. I'd be like, we have to go. I don't know. I'm, I agree with I'm, you. I'm not, I'm not good at compartmentalizing for no, the greater good kind of thing. But what is the greater good if you have to compartmentalize somebody's death? Well, there is no greater good. There. And, you know, in the military, we would do... I'm not saying I ever had to be a part of any of those missions, but, like... How many people did you kill when you were in the military? Oh, my God. I didn't... What a personal question. That I is... Yeah, that is it. so... See? I mean... Let's go! No, and so I... That's me being Brittany. No, I'm, I'm very lucky to say, as a medic, I never, I never had... I only had to point my weapon a couple times. I never had to shoot anybody, and... Thank no, God. that was high school. That's true. <laughs> Same thing. No, I agree with you. I just found one thing I agree with Brittany on, that we both appreciate life. That's all I'm saying. I'd make a terrible leader. Like, I would be... <laughs> well, I think kind of what you're leading to is, like, similar to Saving Private Ryan. It's like, one guy died, but you tell yourself, but that saved... 10 yeah. or 100, right. whatever makes you yeah. feel better about it. Like yep. your buddy died, but you just saved a thousand people because of that in his sacrifice. So it's like, yeah, you know. I'm not. And like, we'd always have to do these triage. We'd practice these triage things. Yeah. And if I was lead medic, I was the worst. Cause I'd be like, no, 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 we can fit them all. They're like, no, we have four people who goes in this helicopter, you know? And I, this was never real life. This was always training. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all of them? They're like, Brittany, first off, this or Hagen, they'd be like, this isn't real. And you know that there is a triage to this. And I'm like, I don't, I'm, no. Leave me alone. Put them all in my backpack. <laughs> like, it's true. Well, I just got a text message looking at my watch here that uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Kristen Bird has to save the show every day. Yeah. So thank you. Did you send me that personally? Yeah, that, that came from me. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't come from you. I know it didn't. This is me. Yeah, there's, I'm the greatest. I, I need my own compliments. <laughs> it's all true. There's no question about it. I love the fact that 
Kristen's on here to talk about like entertainment. We haven't mentioned one word about any entertainment. Well, I suppose. No, it yeah, is. I mean, because honestly, yeah. the media coverage is is extremely important, and we are going to hear more about this story. You know, CNN is already coming up with a. They're doing a one-hour special this weekend. They did one in the UK last night. Um, I know there's a writer's strike, but I know that there are writers right now uh, hiding away in their closet, at least typing out an out- outline. We will see a Netflix documentary before mm-hmm. long. They are scrambling right now to get this story told and and also to get sort of some of the participants, the family members, some of the you know people that worked on at Ocean Gate to try and get their stories and experiences because this is going to be a huge moneymaker for Hollywood. Well, I suppose, yeah. Did you see the stepson of the UK billionaire? Yeah, the one, the one that attended the Blink 182 yeah. concert. He posted like God, a video like, about what it. What an yeah. awful time, blah blah blah. And then like a day later, God, I know my, I know I'm, my family and I are going through tough times, but I know they would want me to be here at the Blink 182 concert. <laughs> Rock on! I actually kind of felt bad for him because he's <laughs> oh, like, God. I don't have a lot of money, and I had a ticket, to, a ticket to go to Blink 182, and I just. I needed a break from watching the news. And I was like, I feel you. Yeah. I feel that. Like, Did you but- see the memes? No. They were like, he was like, he's like, he, they had, you know, the stepson going to the Blink-182 concert. And then they would play, where are you? <laughs> and I'm so God. sorry. That's, That's terrible. So bad. I just, here's the thing. <laughs> that is we can, terrible. I just want, like, there are people to know this. You can exist in a society Ugh. where you don't post what you do. Because we would never have known oh, no. who that kid is. Why? Yep. We would never know that he went yep. to a Blink-182 concert. That's where I go, are you an idiot? Um, and he might be, and that's fine. He like, was also flirting with an OnlyFans model and oh saying, you know, I need the attention. I'm going through a lot right now. Homie's going through it. Just, Homie's going through just, it, baby. Just, oh my God. Homie's he going through it. Deleted, he deleted his Twitter account, which I think is probably for the best right oh. now. He should not be on social media. It's, you know, and listen, everybody, and here's another thing there is no linear path through grief or yeah. trauma no, or anything else. No. And people can act in very inappropriate ways that from the outside we're like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. But that's the way they're coping in the moment. And I don't have any problem with that. Just to go on and on about it on Twitter, though, I think is a little bit much. Social media, I really, in watching this, if I ever have a traumatic moment, I really hope that I put down my phone and just take a step back because... I'll take it uh, from you, Kristen. I'll just hide your phone from you and say, we're going We're going two weeks blackout <laughs> and we're just going to cry in a cave. Exactly, because I think, it, I think it's the best thing. And it's... It's a lot. I, I, you know, my friend lost her husband, you know, about six months ago, and she took some time away from social media. And I was like, I think that was the right thing. Like, yeah. just yeah, absolutely, be, and, and yeah, absorbing in her, you know, taking, moving through the grief. You got to go through it. You can't go around it. So, I would like to point out that the one person who just said in the show, if I ever go through a traumatic moment, is the only one of us that never worked for Cumulus. Heyo. What do you think of that action? <laughs> she just throws her hands up. Although, AJ, you never worked there for them either, did you? No. God, half of us got lucky. It was even worse when Brittany was there. I she would, made it even they worse. They call those the dark times. The dark times of <laughs> Brittany at the time, Hagen. Did you bring in a Charlie Brown rain cloud, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah the, I love the Charlie Brown rain cloud so much. I, I honest to God, I. Peanuts, the greatest of all. It really I would is. They were more popular right now. I feel like yeah. the whole like alpha generation's missing out on that. Yeah. I mean, their specials do come up during the holidays, but I don't feel like they're an event like they were when mm-hmm. I was younger. Yeah. I just love that when the little kids go do 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 do. Just the dance. Do They're dancing. They do that. I just love it. I look like Peppermint Patty. Yeah. We had his son in on that hair. We had his son in one time on the podcast. Oh, cool. Great guy. From St. Paul, Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to point that out. That's really cool. And all the little Peanuts characters around St. Paul. God, I love it. I absolutely love that stuff. All right, you can go back to bed now, sister. Oh, I got to go to work, but that's okay. Well, (laughs) calling that work might be kind of a stretch, but, you know. (laughs) All right, we will talk to you on Monday. Yes. Have a great weekend. Have fun at TS. Oh, I mean, thanks. Thanks, normal. I'm normal. Thanks.
Tom. How about for both of us, Taylor Swift and Tough Shit? How about that? So have fun, Tom, with TS. That's all I'm saying. That's me. <laughs> that would be Brittany saying that to me, so thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Kristen Burt now leaves us. We'll take a break. Be right back with the lovely and talented another Chris, Chris Eggert. Yes. You know what I'm saying. At Power Lodge in Miller Marine, their 88-degree sale was hot. But if you miss the boat, we'll have you on the lake before sunset with their hook-and-go special. This throttle therapy just got real, baby. Now through the 4th of July only, bring home your own trend-setting Bennington pontoon with savings up to $40,000 off MSRP. Their showroom's waiting with water-ready pontoons and tri-tunes. Huge Independence Day savings on boat, motor, and trailer packages. Go from floor to shore with same-day Here's the part I like. Competitive financing. Just those two words together. Competitive financing. Go from floor to shore on the same day with competitive financing options and no money down. Looking for delivery? Not a problem. Just ask their team of experts. They specialize in moving your next party on the water from their place to your place. Over 600 watercraft in stock. Launch into adventure today at Power Lodge in Brainerd. Ramsey and Onamia and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, the world's largest Bennington dealer. This is Tom saying, head to PowerLodge.com and get some hook and go fun today. Financing available on approved credit, freight and prep not included in packages. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Magnificent. I just ran into somebody in the hallway who was listening to the show, and he said, you got to remember Jonathan Winters, man. I said, you're right. There was a great, a brilliant comedian named Jonathan Winters. I don't even know if you guys know who that is. No. Because he's been going. Mm-hmm. He was fun. Not, well, yeah, Chris, Chris remembers, no question. Yep. Very but, funny dude. But we were just talking about Taylor Swift being in town, so have fun at TS. And I said, yeah, tough shit. You know, that whole deal. <laughs> Uh, he reminded me that one night on the Johnny Carson show many, many years ago was a live show, right? So it just went out live and all the rest of it. And Johnny was going on and on about, I was going to come and see you. I, I promised I'd show up for your show, but the, the way it worked out, I couldn't make it. And I do apologize. I wanted to come. I couldn't make it. Something came up. I'm sorry. There was a long pause. And Jonathan Winter goes, T.S. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Oh, that's Chris over at Back to the Fifties. Oh, you're at Back to the Fifties already. Look at him. He looks like a yeah. he looks like a greaser. Looks like something for Grease Lightning. You got the white T-shirt. Like I said, T.S. No question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold called Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris, I know you only got about what about six, five, six minutes today, huh? Yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut it short. Uh, the the cars are everywhere, and uh, so did Jonathan end up saying? Did he actually say tough s? No, he just he went. Just... He literally paused, paused, and then looked at the camera and looked at Johnny. Went, T S. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what? Uh, what are you doing? The live intro. I did do the live intro. For him? Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus, Palomino. I just panicked. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Why do I work here? I'm sorry. I screwed up. You didn't I hear th- me say, Chris Eggert, news brought to you by Mr. Money. Talk. I totally was <laughs> thinking Jesus I was Pal- screwing up which w- intro was what. Why did I ever get back into this business? I'm tortured right, on a daily basis. I, I love that. Okay. Jesus. Sorry. I'm like, what my are bad. you? She holds it up and she's going. I realized. I was like, oh. <laughs> I panicked. I'm sorry. Calm down. Some of us are like, you know, talented. (laughs) Tell me which ones. You might have to designate. We'd have to point out who's who. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, so Mr. Egger, we only got five minutes with you. So what? What's the latest? Everything good? Yeah, good. We're out here at back of the fifties. You know, uh, everybody's carrying on and on and on and on and on about the Taylor Swift concerts this weekend, but uh, there's a Several thousand people out here already this morning. And, and where, where is it? Avenue is packed with cars. It's at the state fairgrounds. Oh, it is. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what you can tell behind me, but like every direction, there are classic cars and it's super cool. And what a nice meeting of people. Like everyone's just hanging out, looking at cars, drinking coffee, eating breakfast at O'Gara's. You know, it's nice. Oh, I love O'Gara's. Now we're talking. No question yeah. about it. Uh, well, so you, I mean, you look like you're ready to go cause you're wearing a t-shirt and some sunglasses. So you're ready to go, baby. Yeah, I guess we're doing shtick today and I'm not really a shtick guy. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to tell you something very quickly. This is not shtick, but kind of shtick. I just ran down the hall to go to the bathroom and you know how you, on the, a lot of the, the towel dispensers, you just put your hand up in front of the lights, you block the light and then the paper comes out. Yep. So my hands are just dripping wet from washing my hands after using the bathroom. I put my hand up. This is how much paper came out. Just like a half inch. Oh. About a half an inch of paper came out. That was it. Like, what the hell am I going to do now? The building's like, we're trying to save money. <laughs> I'm trying to cut back. Uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. There's no question about it. So you're going to be, now you're going to be there all day. Yeah, we're just here for the show from Minnesota Live from 9 to 10. Dude, look at this thing going by here. I don't know if you can yeah, see it. You can it. hear it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, God. there you go. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's like, you know, real gearhead type hot rod car right there. It's about, it's probably about three inches off the ground. Yeah, it looks like it's it. It's so cool. Very, you got to run over there and go, why don't you buy an electric vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> where do you plug in the, uh, the uh, electric, where the cord? What type of EV do you got now? Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. How you many know, that's gallons? Funny, that's funny you bring that up, Tom, because you know, I mean, you're a car guy, I, from what I can tell, right? Sure. Um, some car guys aren't, like, 
some car guys aren't like, no, it has to be old. This is the, the old, yeah, the best, right, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. A lot of them actually appreciate the engineering and the changes and the design. You know, they happen to like old cars like this. But a lot of them can appreciate the fact of what kind of a modern marvel that, you know, like your Mustang that you're driving right now is. So, I, you know, I'm guessing there's a good portion of them out here who would scoff at an electric car. But I, I would bet a lot of them, you know, some of the guys would be pretty cool with it. Well, let me put it this way. On the way to work this morning on Highway 100, a guy tried to cut me off. And as he was inching my way, I floored it. That car goes from 50 to about 200 in about a half a second. Holy God, that car Oh, my bad. God. I, I haven't seen I your car in so motion. Much yeah, <sighs> I haven't seen your car in motion, but even it parked next to mine, I'm like, why does it look so fast? It is really. <laughs> it just well, they, had, fast. they literally had to call to recall them at first because some guys were going like 200 miles an hour. It's like, no, no, oh. no, no, no. We're going to have to dial her back. Because people will abuse it. If you let them do it, they'll do it. For sure. I, how could you resist that? Well, that's true. It would be kind of fun going 200 miles an hour down 494, but probably well, shouldn't then, do it. Although you'd, you'd never at any point of, of any day ever would you be able to get that fast on 494 because no. it would always be in gridlock. No. Oh, yeah. you got that right. thousand percent. Is, yeah, 494 has got to be the most gridlocked uh, stretch in the entire state, I would think. I believe so, and that's why they've been trying to fix that interchange down there, the 35W-494 interchange for forever. Yeah. And, in fact, it, since you brought that up, um, they were supposed to close 35 this weekend yeah. to do some construction, yep. and they decided not to do that, which I think is pretty wise given the amount of people who are going to be in town for yeah. you know everything. You got this, you got Taylor Swift, you got Pride, you got all kinds of stuff going on. So. Taylor who? who? Taylor who? Never heard of yeah, her. Uh, she's a flash in the pan. Flash in the pan. Probably doesn't amount to much. So, Chris, will there be a lot of food places open there too that weekend? Like, are they, they going to have some of the state fair booths open for food? Yeah, yeah, there are. In fact, I um, not within direct vicinity, but I may have done a food scouting mission already today. So, O'Gara's is open. <laughs> They're serving <laughs> breakfast. Uh, there's a cheese curd place down over there. Like nice. everybody's, it's it's not it's not quite the level what it would be if you were at um, if you. State fair. If, yeah, if you were at the state fair, but there's a fair amount. Uh, a gentleman just came by and said the kettle corn stand is open too. Oh, kettle corn, dang. baby. And I feel like kettle corn is you, more appropriate in the morning than most things. So I feel like I, yeah. I green light that for you. They got a really nice breakfast over there at O'Gara's. It looked like a plate with some sausage and hash browns. Yum. Now we're talking. Mm -hmm. Don't get your white shirt dirty. I know. That would be just my luck, but who cares? Because I don't do shtick. Would you do me a favor, Chris? <laughs> You're doing it. Yes. When you have to go, would you uh, instruct Brittany to crumple up a piece of paper so I do the outro? Because I not yeah. a problem. I, I need to be alerted to do that. So. I'm not. I'm what biting my tongue so hard right now. I'm bleeding. I'm sitting here reading something, and she totally just blows it off. Why are we going off. back? Let's only a disaster. go forward. There has been times where Disaster, I have helped I you say. out, where I screwed up this time. I'm so sorry. Let's name one time you've helped me out with anything. Um, oh. I can't think of one at the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But if you give me a moment. Oh, wait. these. I bought these That's for us. right. And then you put it, left you them go. in your car. Yep. Now, wait a minute. She left them in her car, and they all melted together. That was the first batch. This is oh. on batch two right now. <laughs> Oh, so that's a different batch. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I thought you left. What'd you do with the other one? Threw I threw it, it out because it was grossing out Catherine because I kept just eating out of this melted mound as my <laughs> this lady vitamins. Oh, it actually moves, unlike the other brick that was in there. Listen, Danny Zuko, I do not need judgment from you. Danny today. Zuko. Tommy Sugar. What do you think of that? All right, Chris, well, enjoy your day out there with your hoodlum friends. Uh, I'll listen. I'll say hello. You got a fan, a lot of fans out here, Tommy. A lot well, of fans very out sweet here. of you to say that. Thank you so much. Nobody else in this building would ever have been that nice to me. You know. Listen, I got your back, my man. All oh, right, Pally. Well, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free forty-eight minute financial evaluation. Look at that. We got her done. Yeah, you nailed it. Look at you. You're so happy. Yeah, I'm ecstatic. No You're question. Ecstatic. About it.
I love working with Chris Eggert, though. Well, again, look at everybody on the show except for the two of you. He's I a really like You can't yeah. attack AJ. He's our guest. That's true. I, that's oh, true. I can't attack fine. him. No. You do feel like there's you're nothing, part of the family, though, don't there's you? There's nothing he can say that I haven't said to myself in the mirror already. Right? So we're all set. Exactly. Plus I feel fact, that. I will warn everybody up front. If I'm always nice to you, it means I don't like you. I, <laughs> I agree. We've got to keep te- teasing AJ. You got to. He can't be held responsible for the mistakes of Rudy and I. Um, over and over and over. Over again. and over and over yeah, again. No, I I expect to get a text on like a random Wednesday, being like, "Why did you mess up today?" And I'm gonna have no clue. <laughs> you know how quickly I am. Just I won't even ask what it is. I'll just say, "Gosh, I'm so sorry." Sorry about that. What, <laughs> I'm so sorry. What'd you do now? I don't even know. I just assume I did something. And I go, "Man, I'm so, that was a thousand percent my fault." I'm so sorry. <laughs> One of those deals. But no, I mean, look at that right there. You got Kristen Burt. You got Chris Eggert. I mean. So great. How can you do any better than that, right? Yeah, might as well just go to sleep. Apparently, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are dead serious about fighting one another. Dang. Now, now who's Dana White? That sounds familiar, but I don't know. Who is that? He runs UFC. Oh, he runs UFC. Okay, that's why I've heard the name. Uh, Dana White wants to make it happen, so he wants to set up. Can you imagine anybody watching that, though? Would you watch that? Yeah. It depends. If it's a pay-per-view, I don't know. But I would, yeah, right. There's right. a wallet I'll know. But if it's free, it's, if it's on, like, public access television, <laughs> I would love to see both those guys get roughed up. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, my God. But do you think... In, I can't see either one of them being good at throwing a punch. No. I just don't see that. Zuckerberg, he has been training, and I, I don't know why. Jiu-jitsu, I know I, I hate yeah. No, not even jujitsu. It's like Brazilian Muay Thai, Muay Thai or however you say Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. He's surprisingly good at it from what I have seen. So punching, I'm not sure, but he can like grapple and like get you in an arm bar, no problem. Can he go, oh. Can you do that? <laughs> That's important when you do oh. that. Oh. From what I understand, like the greater, greater percentage of people who take, take like, you know, karate class. And I'm not saying everybody, so don't get pissed off if you're an expert at it. But most people can never, ever understand it completely. Therefore, they're never very good at it. I remember when there was a stage of your life that our friend, we had that friend Phil who worked at Bryn Mawr Pizza, who was very into, oh, yeah, 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 like yep. brutal fighting. You were like, I would love to be trained in that. And I think four out of five people in that room jumped in front of you and said, no, we are not letting your hands become weapons, sir. (laughs) Why not? I feel like I don't need to expand on that. I do need you to expand. You mean because my loving touch? Your loving touch? I don't want to ruin my loving touch for... (laughs) Those soft hands. uh, Oh, look at that soft hand. Those soft hands. That's my husband's got some mitts, man. biggest insecurity is when he goes back up north, he's like, oh, I, my hands are so soft compared to everybody. <laughs> and he's like shake sitting there hands. roughing it up as we're driving up. I'm like, all right. I, well, I suppose, yeah, if you shake somebody's hand and you've been working in the fields and all the rest of it, that their hand feels yeah. like a marshmallow. He's a disappointment to everybody from Chevlin. Sorry. And Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Let's, let's cover the whole territory. No question about and it. Justin, I know you're listening. Sorry, honey. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> yes, exactly. No question about it. But yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, so Dana White said he's going to tee it up and get them all set. So do you, you think this actually will happen? No. I, I don't I, either. I, Elon Musk does not seem like a fighter to me at all. No, I agree. I no. agree. Especially in a, in a stage where... He he has this bubble, I feel like, around him. Zuckerberg, I think, just through, like, all his legal battles and stuff, he knows that a lot of people just flat out don't like him, so it would probably be yeah. fine with this, which is why I think he's been training um, and just doing that stuff on the side. But Musk, I feel like, game time comes down to it, he would not want to step in the ring. Like, any any right. stage where he can get publicly humiliated would be a nightmare for him. Well, what, he did SNL, right? He Elon attempted Musk. to. yeah. Oh, he didn't do Saturday Night Live? No, he did it. He's Sorry. just making, he's teasing, saying it was bad. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But, like, I don't know, because there is, you guys cannot take away the fact, I mean, it's, we, this is on the, on the same vein as the, uh, some, some, I don't want to call it a submarine, the Close submerge, enough. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Submerge, yeah. Um, you cannot underestimate the boredom that a billionaire has. And. That's true. If something, if you haven't gotten your heart rate up in a while, they're looking for something. So I actually originally thought this wouldn't happen, but the more I think about it, the more I go, 
they get the attention they love and like how often do they actually have like have that like like heart rate raised feeling in their bodies where they're excited about yeah, something yeah. so why does everybody and i i don't know because i don't pay any attention to it, why does everybody hate him so much which one elon musk uh he ruined my favorite website oh what was that twitter so he's ruined it yeah, I, I don't see. Like I said, I don't yeah, go on social he, media, so he, I don't know. He bought it, and now I see an ad every other tweet. Oh, and, really? And then, the, and like Kristen brought up, he brought away, he took away the whole like notable figures had a distinction. Oh, right. yeah. So now yep. I'll go and see like, hey, your favorite baseball player just got traded. I'm like, oh my god! And then it's just somebody with instead of an I, it's an L or something. So I get duped for like a matter, and it's just oh yeah. yeah. On top of other things, but yeah, just. Uh, so is it just social media, or do you do other things that piss you off? There's other stuff too. The very wealthy guy, I know that. Yeah, and I, maybe that maybe that's part of it. I just think he's a loser. I don't know if you can call him a loser. <laughs> he's worth two hundred and fifty no, billion dollars. I, you know. yeah, but I. You don't like him for I some reason. Like you don't like him. No, and that's not, okay. I think there's there's reasons, but yeah. you know. He's, you know, pompous. I don't think he's for everybody. I know is there's he? things he does that he he's provocative on Twitter. I sometimes think he's funny on Twitter, but I don't know enough about him to say, uh, like me personally, I mean this in a way that like I've so uninvested in him. Um, but he writes some, He, I would say he's Trump Jr. with his tweets. Like he will, he doesn't take much seriously and his tweets are actually sometimes kind of funny because it's like. Well, I, I would assume, I mean, but I don't know. I don't go on it. I think there's there's a lot of uh, stuff around the idea of is he a good boss? Does he do this? I don't know. I don't know. It's so unfathomable to be living the way he lives, anyways. Is there any very well wealthy person that people like? Oprah. Probably not. Yeah, Oprah. That's true. <laughs> Oprah. She's a billionaire. People well, that's love probably, Oprah. They, they do. They love yeah. Oprah. Yeah. And I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. But I, you know, I never watched Oprah, so I don't know. Was she any good on TV? Yeah, she was oh, great. Tremendous. Yeah. Was she really? <laughs> she was great. Tremendous. They would talk about her and might come in, she might come back. So what was she good at? I think she was, she, I would think she falls in the realm of a, a pretty great interviewer. And um, she just seems present. She's like you. She seems present in her interviews, and it, that's when well. She, that's good. Yeah, if she yeah. does that, that is good. And I think that there's people we really love that, um, and she can interview. I think anybody, just like you, where she can do all sorts of people, where she can talk to anyone, and she's bringing the same amount of energy to it. Well, I think so. I have to ask you one question. The reason that I do interviews the way I, I do interviews is because I want to learn something. Yeah. Is she like that as well? She does seem inquisitive, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I would so say she does want to learn something from her interviews. I've never That's good. thought about your guys' similarities till this moment, so I'm having like a lot of my brain stopping. Um There's but, more in common than you'd think, yeah, I feel like. Which I'm kinda going, hey. I've never wheeled out sixty seven pounds of fat in a wagon. Yet. Yeah, yeah. I better I better you get, get a car. You get a car. Yeah. Oh, she did that with Pontiac. Remember oh. then they went out of business. <laughs> oh my god, Tom, you should totally give everybody in this room yes. in a these car. two rooms yes. a car. Well, I should, yes. yes. I don't think that would be so fun for everybody. Just a fun one time thing. Fun one time, experiment. A one time thing. Sorry, Rudy, you yeah. weren't here today. <laughs> Rough <laughs> time to take a take a day off. Well, too bad you didn't get a car. Could Tough you imagine? <laughs> Tough titty. Too bad. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> funny. Sorry, Rudy. Tom gave out cars today. <laughs> the only one who didn't get it is Judd McKay or whatever the hell he put on that. Judd Mackey. Judd Mackey. There you go. Uh, Phil's going to be on the show today. I'm looking forward to that. Phil Mackey will be with us coming up with Ken Herbeck, of course. Ken Herbeck. Did not know if you would have put on my bingo card in 2023 that Ken Herbeck would be one of my favorite people He's a great ever. guy. He's a wonderful guy. Oh, God, I hope he's not listening. I, don't worry. I don't think he does. I think Thank he, God. I think he's the type of guy who just lives his life oblivious and then, oh, yeah, I got to make this call to the Tom Bernard show. One of my favorite things that he ever did. Some guy was being a real prick to him, tailgating the hell out of him. This is many, many years ago, back when he was a player. And a guy was tailgating him and waving him over. He wants to, you know, he wants to fight. And I don't think he knew it was Herbeck. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. But apparently... Um, the the let me put it this way, the conflict only lasted one punch is the best Ooh. way to put it, and he was asked about it and they did bleep it out, but they asked him so, 
what was that all about? And Kent said, well, shit happens. (laughs) (laughs) Shit does happen. It does happen, doesn't it? Oh, no. Herbeck is one of the nicest people I've ever known. Cares about his family. He, he still suffers from losing his father. Yeah. I mean, he's just a very, he's a sweetheart. For a guy who's like six, seven, and weighs about 300 pounds, he's a very, he's a very sweet guy. Yeah. The few times I've filled in on Friday when he was, when he calls in. Yeah. Um, it seems like he's always doing some sort of like, Maybe is char- charity work, I guess. Yeah, yeah, charity is yeah. a good way to put it. it. It's always yep. like, you know, I was at this pub and, you know, we're pouring yep. and we're, do- we're raising all this money and I'm like. You do this a lot. He, it's so he funny because yep. the first time he mentioned it, he was like, yeah, I'll be pouring beer here. And I was like, huh, I didn't think that Ken Herbeck would have to do like side gigs yeah. as a bartender. <laughs> and then he later not, came yeah. out that he was like, but he did, he mentioned it so many times, but like without the charity aspect, he's like, I'll be pouring beer. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, for ASL. Uh, for the longest time I was like, this guy yeah. really yep. just loves working. Like, uh, okay. No, he's he is a terrific. Well, we had to stop talking. He's going to be on in like a half hour. He'll hear us talking nicely about him. Don't worry, I don't think that phases him. You're probably right. I don't think it does either. Plus, he and my wife are both bohemian, so they get that bullshit going for him. So that's good. That's true. A couple of bow hunks. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So they say they're dead serious, and so we can move on from there. So I don't. I. I, I mean, would you even watch that? The fight. I. I think I would. I actually. Would I, I'd be fine with getting clips later. So yeah. you wouldn't watch the fight live? If there was a paywall, no. Are you? Are either yeah, of you yeah. into like hand-to-hand combat? No. Sports like no. boxing, MMA? Not anymore. I used to be. I I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really. Either. I don't. Either. I thought you were gonna say you loved it because you no. knew the UFC fight. I don't either. I, I have I a think real because he's a personality. Is what yeah. I mean, but... Well, I was proud. I was like lucky. I was like somebody here knows what <laughs> the heck's going on. But um. I have an aversion to watching humans straight up maim each other. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Um, I, I don't. I don't enjoy it. And when I have to watch it in public, I have to fight, force myself to be like, compartmentalize Brittany. Like they've chose that they want to get punched in the face, but I don't. Not, I'm not a fan. I not my thing. You know, what I love about it the most is I. I grew up as a child. First time I ever heard his name, I think I was 11. I got to watch Muhammad Ali fight. And nobody will ever, ever be as good as he was. No. And then I got to know George Foreman because he used to come on the show all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to meet a nicer man than George Foreman. What a great guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd see, and I think that'd almost be worse. You know someone's personality and you watch them get punched in the face <laughs> continuously. Our MMA yeah. is so brutal. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and I know people that are like, you got to go to a live boxing and this and that. And I just. Oh. I think you I would have a. I no, me per, I'm I'm not a hard shell person. I'm a very much so like that stuff sticks with me. How about uh, what was his name? Nicholas Colasanto. I'm not sure who that is. I don't either. He was a guy. Uh, he was the uh, head of the mafia on got a Robert De Niro movie, and they go to a boxing match. I can't remember which movie this was. Is this is that The Untouchables? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> but they go to a boxing match. And Nicholas Colasanto's watching it, and this guy gets socked right in the mush. And I mean, takes a big punch right to the face. Yeah. And he turns to his buddy. He's a nice Italian boy from New York, right? Yeah. He turns to his buddy after the punch. He goes, "He ain't pretty no more." <laughs> <laughs> like I would almost need that person near me saying absolutely. things over and over. Ab- absolutely. To like get me out of like my <laughs> sinking depression, I would be going into. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Have you ever been to a boxing match? No. I only went once. It's just too much for me. And I've watched a lot. Of, we have a lot. When we were in the military, we'd have to fight all the time, do hand to hand combat. And I oh, didn't even sure, like watching yeah. that, especially when we all knew each other and we'd practice these things. Like, I'm not a. I'm more. I lean. I, I was. I was a good medic. I was a terrible like soldier kill mode. You know. Right, and you're supposed right. to be both. And I did not thrive. Well, you uh, do that now, though, in here. I go for the Kill jug- Tom. jugular, right jugular. there, that jugular right there. That's the one. Show it to me. Ouch, that hurt. What the hell did I do to my jugular? Uh, please, don't, please don't hurt yourself. We're in real talk. <laughs> what if it's a growth? And you never put a tourniquet on the neck, people. That would not be a good idea. <laughs> exactly. I had to teach uh, first aid to infantry units, and the amount of times that I'd have to say that is 
They would do that? No, but like it would come up in conversations because I'd be like, you remember tourniquet, tourniquet, if you have a major bleed on the head, what do you do? And people would be like, tourniquet? I'd be like, never tourniquet on the neck. Never tourniquet never. the neck. All right, we do have to take a break. Joe Gatto. I, I, I still love Joey. I'm sorry. I grew up with Joey. So saying Joe Gatto is tough. You know what I mean? I bet he'll let you call him Joey. Probably will. Joe Gatto, ladies and gentlemen. Joe's fall tour, September through December. December 9th, Minneapolis at the State Theater. You know Joe Gatto. Joey Gatto, ladies and gentlemen, will join us. The Impractical Jokers, the movie 2020, the Misery Index 2019. Impractical Jokers. God, that's been on the air now for 12 years already. Yeah, and it's always on the air. Well, always. Oh, it is always on the like, air. Like, I could turn True on the TV, TV behind me, and it's not even hooked up to cable, and somehow <laughs> Practical Jokers would be playing. True TV likes their Impractical Jokers. Ooh, There's no doubt about that. Zooey mama. We will be right back with Joe Gatto right up to this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective, science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive the special offer a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. Ready, set, summer. Hi, this is Judd Zolget and summer is here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. Imagine this, losing up to 20 pounds or more in your first eight weeks it is possible i lost 40 pounds a couple of years ago with livia and i'm going to tell you right now this is a program that works not just because they're going to help you shed that excess weight not just because they're going to help you feel great then but because their dietitians and nutritionists at livia are going to help you keep the weight off and that's the battle we all fight right well livia has the answer for you summertime is here and livia wants you to make the most of it call 855 go livia or visit livia.com that's l-i-v-e-a.com Join today and again get eight weeks free. It's this simple. Call 855 Go Livia or visit Livia.com. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy's. 